In the last solo episode, we talked about the importance of each of us gaining clarity and looked at three quick ways that we can do so. Our most recent interview with America's Life Coach turned out to be incredibly helpful when it comes to owning our dreams as well, so be sure to check out that episode with Stefan Lovegrove if you haven't already. Meanwhile, in today's episode, I'll share three simple tips to help us slow down, move into a space of creative flow, and be more prepared to take on our goals and our challenges. If you're someone who has a big dream already, great. All you need to do is continue to take action, pivot, and keep going. And if you don't have a big dream yet, that's okay too. It will take us a little while to figure it out, but it's so much fun and there's absolutely no rush. What I know is that a lot of us feel stuck. People often use this term stuck to describe how we feel, how they feel when they're too comfortable or playing it safe. We feel this way, comfortable or safe, because that's simply all we have come to know. Our routines, our energy, our goals have become super familiar, maybe even boring, but definitely not something that really excites us and wakes us up in the morning. Well, it's important to remember that this is not a safe way to live. If we put our dreams on the back burner, we will regret it someday, which is far from safe and definitely not going to be comfortable. The good news is that the feeling of stuck, the very feeling of being stuck is actually a great thing. If you do feel stuck, then there's some really good news that the idea of being stuck is a myth or an illusion. And the reason is becoming aware that there is more you would like to do in life is really the first step to getting there. It's actually the first forward moving step that we can take. So if you feel stuck, then congratulations because you've actually started moving. The reason people still feel like they aren't moving, even if they've made this self-discovery, is that they are not yet taking action toward a specific goal. So naturally, our second step becomes figuring out what the heck we want to take action toward. But much like quicksand, the key to getting there is counterintuitive. We actually need to slow down in order to speed up. We need to move at an optimal speed in order to make changes in life. To set goals or dreams, we need to be able to pay better attention. The big dreamer definitely does exist inside of all of us. Like a statue covered in dirt, your dreamer may be hidden, but if we remove the dirt, the statue will start to shine again. We remove this dirt simply by slowing down enough to pay attention to our unique personal desires, ambitions, aspirations, visions, and interests. But we can only truly pay attention if we move at an optimal speed, if we proceed at the right pace. In order to figure out where we want to go, we need to start moving in a state of flow. There is an optimal creative speed for figuring this life stuff out, which like everything else, is unique to each of us. Our motion in life exists somewhere along a continuum. On one end of the continuum, you have running way too fast, busy, and distracted. On the other end, we are going through life like a zombie, bored, wandering, sluggish, and slowly through repetitive motions. So what are three quick ways that we can slow down? Slowing down to calm our mind and find our personal creative space is the first step to redefining our goals and dreams. And the hack to doing this is to develop more mindfulness. 
Now, mindfulness can be a bit of a buzzword that pisses people off because either it seems like there are way too many ways to improve mindfulness or it just seems too simple. Well, here are three simple, straightforward, yet productive and effective ways that any of us can achieve more mindfulness. The first way is to create a journal or voice note daily. Record your future visions and aspirations for at least five minutes once per day. There are more complex versions of manifestation and meditating on goals, but simply free writing or thinking about your future every 24 hours, no matter what comes out, will allow for a big mindset shift. The second way is to increase the depth of our senses. When you use your five senses, try and feel the experiences more and more and more deeply. Whenever you see, taste, smell, hear, or touch something, allow the sensations to be as deep as possible. Over time, this deeper and deeper appreciation will free our subconscious to move with a bit more patience. And finally, daily isolation. Find at least 10 minutes daily where you can be completely away from distractions and think about your goals. Go for a walk, sit in a sauna, hot tub, steam room, or pull over to a parking lot. Whatever it is, this should be alone time without any distractions at all. Simply think about your current dreams and future possibilities. There are so many ways to achieve a mindful, creative state, but for the sake of this episode, I'm only sharing those three methods. You could do all three, but please do implement at least one of them. In solo episode 11 of the JKL podcast, I took a deeper dive into the definition of mindfulness and also gave 21 different activities that you could do to increase mindfulness. So if you want even more ways, be sure to check out solo episode 11 and let us know how your mindfulness is coming along. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world when people send messages or make comments or pass this show along to others. I can't put into words, but I'm trying here to say thank you. Until the next episode, all the best when it comes to learning, growth mindset, and goal setting. Your pal, Justin. 